I am still living in the key of joy this week. Why, you ask? Because Living in the Key of Joy, Volume 3, officially launched yesterday, May 9, 2023. And I am officially a published author. This book has 12 stories by 12 authors, and each one is about finding joy in a particular season of life. Stay tuned to learn more about my story and why you may want to get a copy of your own and bring a bit of joy into your life. This is the Esteemed Life Podcast, where I talk about difficult childhood experiences and how we can overcome them to live the life that God intended for us to live. I know it's possible because I've done it, and I'm here to help you do the same. I am your host, Michelle Hall, certified Christian life coach and personal development strategist. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, esteemed one. I am so excited. I would sing the song, but I can't sing. Singing is not my zone of genius. The book is launched. It is live and available for for sale. Living in the Key of Joy, Volume 3. We had a virtual live launch on Facebook last night, and it was fantastic. We had a great turnout. We got lots of positive comments, lots of support, and it was awesome. We're having part two of the launch tonight, May 10th, and the other authors will get the opportunity to talk about their stories in tonight's live. I will drop the links to both lives in the show notes so you can check them out if you so choose. I encourage you to get your own copy of this book, because all the stories are related to finding joy in a particular season of life. And all of the stories are very different in their own right. But I think the common theme is that each story will encourage you and inspire you. There are stories about finding joy in seasons of mourning and death, grief and illness, struggles, Faith over fear, self-discovery, which is my story, and stories about retirement, love, and pre-retirement. I think there is a story for everyone, so I encourage you to pick up a copy. The book is available on Amazon and on my website, livetheesteemedlife.com. Now, I cannot compete with Amazon Prime. I can't guarantee you that you'll get it in two days. And I have to charge some shipping because, well, I'm not Jeff Bezos. But what Amazon does not do is give you a couple of freebies. So if you order the book from my website, it is the same price, $20 plus tax. And then there's a $2 flat rate shipping cost, but you'll get as an incentive, eight affirmations on peace and joy. And they come as both cards and on a sheet. You can cut the cards, print them out and cut them and uh, carry them with you. Or you can print the sheet and just post it somewhere where you can see it on a regular basis. 
the link to the confirmation, the link to the affirmations are in your order confirmation email. And I will tuck inside your book two bookmarks because you're going to want to mark the stories that resonates with you and read them again. I will also autograph each copy. Okay. My story in the book is finding joy in my season of self-discovery. I'm going to talk about self-discovery and what that means for me because, hey, it might mean something completely different to you. But first, let me say this. I talk a lot about self on this podcast. Self-esteem, self-care, self-love, self-discovery, and so on. However, I do not talk about self to promote selfishness or selfish behaviors. I talk about self so we can be the best version of ourselves. It is important that we know ourselves well and know how to manage ourselves. I believe that we are divinely endowed with intuition, discernment, and reason. We can learn knowledge and skills to help us along the way. I believe we have the ability to address these parts of ourselves and make good decisions about how to achieve a better version of self. I want that for you and for me. I do that based on my Christian beliefs and Christian values and who I am in Christ. I believe that once you know your identity in Christ, it becomes easier to work on the other things because you have a solid foundation from which to work. That is what happened for me. And that is why finding your identity in Christ is a part of my 12-week personal development program, Journey to You. The journey of self-discovery that I share in the book is the premise for this program. I needed help working through some emotional damage that I had gotten in my childhood. I also leaned heavily on God to get me through while I was getting the help the professional help that I needed. I learned what he said about me and I built from there. Hence the program is named Journey to You with the subtitle, Discover Your Identity in Christ and Heal the Emotional Wounds Created by Your Childhood Experiences. This program is both practical and spiritual. It is designed to help you heal your negative emotions and change self-defeating behaviors that were developed because of not-so-good childhood experiences. It also teaches you who you are in Jesus Christ. It is an awesome program, if I say so myself. I am now taking new one-on-one clients into this transformational program. You can click the link in the show notes to find out more about the program or go to my website, livetheesteemedlife.com. Okay, back to my self-discovery and my story in in the anthology, Living in the Key of Joy, Volume 3. In my story, I share a lot of myself and I'm quite vulnerable in some areas that I have already shared on the podcast in previous episodes. 
But this is like more like a complete story where I share my hurt, my traumas, the pain that I experienced from very early in my life. I turned more towards God for his strength because I had so much to deal with and I knew I could not get through it in my own strength. Which is why I say knowing my identity in Christ was crucial for me in my healing journey. I know it works, which is why I incorporated it into the Journey to You program. For me, self-discovery is an ongoing process. I don't think we ever reach a point of knowing everything there is to know about ourselves. I think any new experience that we have is an opportunity for more self-discovery. In some situations, you have to be willing to try new and different things and get outside of your comfort zone, right? Because if we only do what we know, then that's all we're going to know. Let me give you an example. If you have a friend who participates in a particular activity, say, hiking, And you have never considered hiking, never been hiking, never wanted to go hiking. And maybe you have formed an opinion that you don't like hiking. But one day your friend invites you to go on a mild hike. Not anything strenuous like up a mountain or anything, but on a nice flat trail with some beautiful scenery. And you decide to go. And you take this hike with your friend and you guys are having a wonderful conversation. You're taking in the beautiful scenery and you're getting a little exercise along the way. And you discover that you really like hiking and want to do more of it. You tried something different that you had not tried before and you found that it was enjoyable. Now, that's a simple and practical example, but still something new that you learned about yourself. Now, let me give you an example of something that I tried that I thought I would never try because of fear. Actually, two things that I want to share with you. Now, I'm not the most adventurous type. Anybody who knows me very well knows that I am not adventurous at all. And when I'm the most adventurous one in the group, well, imagine what that party looks like, right? But anyway, when I was still married, uh, my family was on a cruise and we were in Key West and looking for something to do for the day before we got back on the ship. And my husband at the time was military and he is very adventurous, you know, jumps out of airplanes, ride motorcycles, scuba dive. Yeah, those kinds of things. And he suggested parasailing with all expectation that I would say, no, I'm not doing that. But that day, that day, I felt like doing something different. And I said, yes. I think it was probably maybe one of two times in 27 years of marriage that I rendered him speechless. He was surprised that I said yes and thought I would change my mind before we actually got hooked up into the harness. But it was something about that day where I felt carefree. And I felt like I could do that thing and not be afraid. So I did. And you know what? I actually enjoyed it. It was fun. It was a good family activity. 
and I found that I could do things that I didn't think I'd enjoy and actually enjoy it. Another time we were on another family vacation, this time in St. Lucia. And it was my son and me that day because my husband and his brother had gone scuba diving. I definitely wasn't going to do that. I wanted something for my son and I to do so we wouldn't be sitting around the resort doing nothing all day. So I booked an excursion for us to see some of the island and to go zip lining. Now, I had never zip lined in my life. I am afraid of heights. And if you have ever zip lined before, you know that it is a series of lines, like at least five, six, or seven lines to get you from one point to the other. And once you get started, you have to finish because you're just hanging out in the middle of nowhere. So you zip and land, and then you zip and land, and you zip and land all the way through the course. So the time came for us to zip. We had gotten the crash course on how to handle the cable. And, you know, we were all harnessed up and gloved up and we were ready to go. Now, I'm trying to get to the back of the line because it was a group of people there that was doing this particular course. How did I end up at the front of the line? I do not know. I was terrified. And I asked the guy, can I go last? And I think I got on the guy's nerve because he was like, ma'am, you either go now or you go later. I said, well, okay, I'll go. This first zip line was over a river, y'all. And I was terrified, but I did it. I was afraid on the first line and I was afraid on the second line. But by the time I got to the third line, I was good. I was having fun. And I had a little handheld camera where you could record video. And I was recording as I was zipping through and it was such a fun day. I lived to tell the story and had the video to prove it. Now, A side note, this excursion that I booked, I didn't think a whole lot about it at the time because tourists disappear on these islands sometimes. I booked this excursion for my son and me, and it ended up being just the two of us. And we got in this car with the excursion guy. I didn't have a cell phone and I didn't have a clue of where we were or where we were going. And yeah, I know my sister is listening to this and is cringing right now. This would never have happened on her watch. We went somewhere on the other side of the island, quite a distance from the resort to the zip line. And I really didn't think about how that could have turned out until after the fact. That was probably not the best thing to do, but thankfully, It all ended well, and we had a great time. So I got out of my comfort zone, and I found that parasailing and zip lining was actually fun. They seemed scary in the beginning, but I discovered that I could do them, and I could enjoy them. 
When I opened myself up to new things, I opened the opportunity to discover more about myself. The beautiful thing is that I can do that over and over again with anything, any activity, any person that I choose. I have one last example of a significant discovery that I made about myself. This was this was a huge one and it was emotional, spiritual, and practical all at the same time. I not only discovered something about myself, I grew into a new version of myself that I didn't even know existed. I became stronger, more resilient, more confident, and at peace with myself. It was when I decided to end my marriage of 27 years. That was the most difficult decision that I have ever made in my life. And although it was difficult, I knew that it was necessary. I knew that it was going to be hard on each of us individually, including our son, who was a teen at the time, because I was tearing apart a family unit, a stable home for him. But I believed that greater was on the horizon. What I discovered in that process is love was not the problem, but love was also not enough. I learned that I can endure great pain while relying on God to get me through it. I learned that I can face challenges and I can do hard things and be okay in the end. Why? Because God works all things together for good for those who love him and has been called according to his purpose. I can say with 99.9% certainty that I would not be doing what I'm doing now if I had remained in the marriage and I would not be living in the key of joy. So I challenge you to find something that is outside of your comfort zone to stretch you and grow you. What are you going to do to discover more about yourself? I would love to know. Pop over to the Esteemed Ones Facebook group and drop a comment on something you plan to do in the next month that is outside of your comfort zone. You only have to decide and then do it. Until next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you are a woman of a mature age and find yourself still struggling with the effects of your adverse childhood experiences, my Journey to You program could help. This program is designed to help you release built-up hurt, resentment, anger, and pain, shatter limiting beliefs you may have about yourself, set healthy boundaries and standards for your life, and discover your authentic identity in Christ so that you can live life with emotional freedom. Click the link in the show notes to complete the questionnaire or email me at michelle at livetheesteemedlife.com. And remember, life can get better. You just have to do the work.